Another exciting episode of Storytime Anytime. Today we will listen to a classic tale of a castle in the air, a big hungry giant, and a daring young boy named Jack. Then we will meet a boy that rubbed a lamp, only to discover there was a genie inside that wanted to make all his wishes come true. So, Sit back and enjoy these wonderful classic fairy tales. Jack and the Beanstalk Once upon a time, there was a poor boy named Jack. He and his mother didn't even have enough to eat. When there was nothing left at all, Jack set out for the market to sell the family cow. As he went on his way, Jack met an old man who offered him magic beans in exchange for the cow. Magic beans, thought Jack. Won't mother be surprised? And so he happily accepted the five small beans. But when Jack reached home and showed his mother the magic beans, she was furious. How could you sell our cow for those worthless beans, she cried. There aren't even enough of them to eat. She snatched the beans and tossed them out the window. Jack hung his head in shame. The next morning before sunrise, Jack woke up and discovered a giant beanstalk growing right outside his window. The beans were magical after all, he thought. Jack began to climb the beanstalk. Where would it lead? Up, up, up he went through the morning mist and clouds. At the top, he found a road that led to a castle where a lady giant was working in the garden. Excuse me, said Jack. I'm hungry. Could you please give me something to eat? Very well, she said. But don't let my husband see you, for he likes to have little boys for breakfast. Inside, Jack happily munched on a piece of toast until he heard the thunder of giant footsteps. The giant's wife hid Jack inside the oven and busied herself setting the table. Fee, fi, fo, fum, I smell the blood of a little one said the giant. You're mistaken, said his wife. You're smelling the bones of the boy you had for supper yesterday. Luckily, he believed her. 
the giant ate a huge meal and fell asleep. From his hiding place, Jack noticed a bag of gold coins lying on the table. Silently, Jack crept over to the table and grabbed the bag of coins. Then he slipped out of the castle door, raced back to the beanstalk, and made his way home. Jack and his mother ate very well for a time. Then one day Jack reached into the bag of coins and discovered there were none left. Once again, he and his mother were in need. Perhaps I will find more gold at the giant's castle, Jack thought. Jack climbed back up the beanstalk and asked the giant's wife for something to eat. I once fed a boy who stole my husband's bag of gold, she replied, squinting at him. I've heard of that boy, said Jack. I'd remember his name if I weren't so hungry. And so the giant's wife agreed to feed him. Moments later, Jack heard the thunder of giant footsteps and a booming fee-fi-fo-fum. He ran behind the oven door. After the giant had eaten, his wife set before him a goose that laid golden eggs. Before long, the giant was snoring. Jack grabbed the magic goose and tiptoed out the castle door. Once home, he asked the goose to lay a golden egg, and to his amazement, the goose did. Surely our worries are over, thought Jack. But one morning, the magic goose stopped laying eggs. Jack couldn't understand why. The answer must be in the castle, thought Jack. So he decided to travel there once more. This time, Jack entered the castle on his own and hid in a copper pot. From there, he heard, Fee-fi-fo-fum! Jack peeked out and saw the giant sitting at the table with a golden harp that sang to him. As soon as the giant was asleep, Jack grabbed the golden harp and ran. But the harp called out, Master, master, and woke the giant. Jack ran faster than the wind, but even so, the giant was quickly catching up. Jack made good time down the beanstalk, but so did the giant. As he got closer to the ground, Jack saw his mother and called out, Bring me an axe! Hurry! As soon as he hit the ground, Jack grabbed the axe and swung it with all his might, cutting into the trunk of the beanstalk. One, two, three whacks were all it took. Down came the beanstalk and the giant, both crashing to the earth. The golden harp enjoyed its new home and sang happily each morning. And once again, the magic goose laid her golden eggs. At last, the days of worry were over for Jack and his mother, and they lived happily ever after.
Aladdin and the Magic Lamp Once upon a time, there lived a thoughtless boy named Aladdin. He never helped his poor mother, but instead laughed and sang all the time. One day, as Aladdin was playing with his friends, a stranger appeared. I am your uncle, the stranger said. Come with me, and I will show you wonders. The stranger was not really Aladdin's uncle. He was an evil wizard. The wizard led Aladdin out of the city and far into the desert. At a certain spot, he stopped and shouted, Alakazam! With a roar, the earth opened before him. Now jump down, said the wizard. In the cave, you will find a lamp. Bring it here. Aladdin did as the wizard told him. Hand the lamp to me, said the wizard. First, pull me up, said Aladdin, or else you may take the lamp and leave me behind. The wizard was so angry he stamped his foot in rage. The desert sands closed over Aladdin's head. Now Aladdin was trapped in the cave. What will become of me, he cried. His hands, shaking with fear, rubbed against the lamp. Whoosh! A genie appeared. I am the genie of the lamp, the genie said. How may I serve you? Take me home, Aladdin replied. In the wink of an eye, Aladdin was home again. Years after, Aladdin saw a beautiful princess and loved her at once. Mother, he said, go tell the Sultan that I want to marry his daughter. Off went Aladdin's mother. But the Sultan, who was greedy, said, first let Aladdin send me 40 golden bowls filled with jewels. Aladdin laughed when he heard the Sultan's words. He rubbed the lamp and told the genie his wish. The genie caused 40 servants to appear, each carrying a golden bowl. Aladdin and his mother rode behind them in splendor. All this show made the sultan greedier still. Before you can marry my daughter, he said, you must build her a great palace. Aladdin went home rubbed the lamp and told the genie his wish. Next morning, when the sultan awoke, a huge marble palace stood in his backyard. The marriage took place that very day. News of Aladdin's good fortune soon reached the evil wizard in his own distant land. I must get that lamp, the wizard said as he set out for Aladdin's city. The wizard waited until Aladdin was away from home. Then he dressed as an old peddler. New lamps for old, cried the peddler. The princess heard this strange cry. She did not know the magic of Aladdin's lamp. Here, peddler, she called, holding out the lamp. Give me a new lamp for this old one. 
the wizard changed lamps with the princess and joyfully sped away with his prize. He rubbed it and the genie appeared. Carry Aladdin's palace to my country, the wizard commanded. Whoosh! It was done. Next morning, when Aladdin returned home, his palace was gone, and so was his princess. Aladdin searched the world until he heard people talk of a marble palace that had sprung up overnight. Soon, Aladdin was climbing through a palace window. The princess was overjoyed to see him. Put this potion in the wizard's drink, Aladdin said. I will hide until you do. At dinner time, the princess gave the wizard the potion. As the wizard fell into a deep sleep, the lamp slipped from his robe. Aladdin sprang from his hiding place, grabbed the lamp, and rubbed it. How may I serve you? asked the genie. Take us home, said Aladdin. The genie picked up the palace and sped with it through the night sky. Soon, Aladdin's palace was back in its rightful place, and the evil wizard was led away in chains. And Aladdin and his princess lived happily ever after. Our last story is a classic tale of a little house in the woods, a papa, mama, and baby bear, and one curious girl who was much too nosy. The Three Bears Once upon a time, three bears lived in a house in the woods. Great Big Papa Bear had great big paws and a great big voice that sounded like thunder. Medium-sized Mama Bear had medium-sized paws and a medium-sized voice. And Teeny Tiny Baby Bear had teeny tiny paws and a teeny tiny squeaky little voice. The three bears started every day with a heaping bowl full of porridge. One morning, the three bears decided to go for a walk in the woods while their porridge cooled. As the bears were walking in the woods, a mischievous young girl named Goldilocks came upon their house. She peeked in the window and saw that nobody was at home. The front door was open, so Goldilocks walked right in. Goldilocks was very hungry. What was that wonderful smell? Oh my, three bowls of porridge. Goldilocks tasted the porridge from Papa Bear's great big bowl. It was too hot and she burned her mouth. Next, she tasted the porridge from Mama Bear's medium-sized bowl. But it was too cold. Yuck, said Goldilocks to herself. Finally, she tasted the porridge from Baby Bear's teeny tiny bowl. And it was just right. In fact, it was so delicious, she ate it all up. 
Goldilocks was feeling full and wanted to curl up in a comfy chair. The first chair that Goldilocks saw was Papa Bear's great big wooden chair, and she climbed up onto it. But it was much too hard and not very comfortable at all. Mama Bear's medium-sized chair looked cozy, but it was much too soft and squishy, and Goldilocks had trouble getting out of it. Then Goldilocks saw Baby Bear's teeny tiny chair. That chair would be just right for me, she thought. Goldilocks was so happy sitting in Baby Bear's teeny tiny chair that she sat and she sat and she sat until she sat the chair all to pieces. Goldilocks decided to explore the upstairs. At the top of the stairs, Goldilocks found a bedroom with three beds neatly lined up. Seeing the beds made Goldilocks feel very, very sleepy. Papa Bear's great big bed was the closest, so Goldilocks climbed onto it. But it was too hard and too high off the ground for little Goldilocks. She next tried Mama Bear's medium-sized bed, but it was too soft and the feathered pillows tickled her nose. Goldilocks hopped onto the teeny tiny bed and it felt just right. She pulled the covers up to her chin and immediately fell into a deep sleep. Meanwhile, the three bears were getting hungry, so they returned home. When Great Big Papa Bear went for a great big spoonful of his porridge, he found that his spoon was missing. In his great big voice, he growled, Somebody has been eating my porridge. Then Mama Bear noticed that her medium-sized bowl was not where she had left it. In her medium-sized voice, she said, And somebody has been eating my porridge. Teeny tiny baby bear scurried up to his little bowl. He squeaked in his teeny tiny voice. Somebody has been eating my porridge and they've eaten it all up. The three bears went to the living room to see if anyone was there. When Papa Bear saw that the pillow had been knocked off his great big chair, he bellowed in his great big voice. Somebody has been sitting in my chair. Medium-sized Mama Bear saw that the fluffed-up seat of her chair had been squashed. Mama Bear looked very cross. Somebody has been sitting in my chair, she declared in her medium-sized voice. Baby Bear scampered to his chair. In a squeaky, squealy little voice, Baby Bear said, Somebody has been sitting in my chair, and they sat it into tiny pieces. The Bear family quietly crept up the stairs. Papa Bear saw that the blanket on his great big bed was all rumpled and crumpled. In his great big voice, he boomed, Somebody has been sleeping in my bed. Mama Bear saw that the big fluffy pillows on her bed had been squished flat. In her medium-sized voice, she grumbled, 
Somebody has been sleeping in my bed. Now Baby Bear's blanket was still smooth and his pillow was still in place. But somebody has been sleeping in my bed, said Baby Bear in his loudest little voice, and she's still there. When Goldilocks heard Baby Bear's shrill little voice, she woke up and saw the three bears all looking down at her. Well, those bears gave Goldilocks such a fright that she leapt right out of bed. She ran down the stairs and out of the house as quickly as her legs could carry her. After that morning, the three bears never saw Goldilocks again. Each day they ate their porridge for breakfast and they lived happily ever after. This has been brought to you by Twin Sisters Digital Media and Evergreen Podcasts. Be sure to hit subscribe. If your children enjoyed these songs and stories, go to TwinSisters.com to find even more ways for them to sing and learn. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter for our free download of the day giveaways and promotions on exciting new digital learning content like these and much more. And visit our friends at evergreenpodcasts.com. Thank you for joining us at Storytime Anytime. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.